You're now listening to the Stouffville Pentecostal Church audio podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Our message today was preached by our lead pastor, Pastor Jeff Laird. Have a listen. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Stouffville Pentecostal Church online. So glad you're here. It is a special day. Happy Father's Day to all you dads out there. Today is the day that we honor all of our fathers. I am a father. There are lots of fathers out there and we want to celebrate you all today. Just a quick thank you to uh, Carly and Stephanie for the worship this morning. And we're looking forward to next week, hopefully, being able to stream our live service to all of you at home on our YouTube channel. So uh, very excited to uh, try to get that going. But here we are today, this morning, it's Father's Day. Some of us have been dads for a while and some are brand new. This is somebody's first Father's Day. His name is Pastor Stefan. Some people have been, this is old hat to them, some are new. So Pastor Stefan, welcome to the club. You're in now, good job. Some of us, you know, still have our fathers around. Some of us don't have our fathers around anymore. Some of us have enjoyed and, uh, and, have, and have been given the benefit of having a good dad and others not so much. But today, whatever the case is with you, I wanted to encourage us all that we all have a heavenly father who is perfect. He is one who can be counted on. Even if you've had a good father, your father wasn't perfect. I don't have to tell you that. You already know. But there is, there is really only one who is. And so I wanted to remind us today of four qualities of our Heavenly Father and to use those to encourage us earthly fathers to be better husbands, to be better fathers. These same qualities that um, I'm going to get to in just a second they, the same qualities of our Heavenly Father, they're in us. We just need to keep growing in them and fan them into flame. But they are already in us, and you'll see in just a moment. But dads, I just want to tell you flat out today, you are important, and you can impact your families for good. You can leave a great legacy for your children and for your grandchildren. So be encouraged. It is doable. It can be done. We have a perfect example to follow. We can do this, dads. So let me get into these qualities with you today. The first is this. Our perfect heavenly father, he provides. He provides. We know these days, of course, that a lot of families have both the mom and the dad working. And good fathers will feel the responsibility deeply. They'll, they'll feel the responsibility to provide for their family. Every good dad will feel that. Dads want to provide for their families. They will work hard to do it. And I wanted to look at this scripture this morning as we get going. Matthew chapter 7 verse 9. And it says this. You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do give them a stone instead. Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. 
So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? There's another passage that is almost identical to this in Luke, but Luke adds something that Matthew doesn't. And I just wanted you to take note of that today. It's math, it's, uh, sorry, it's Luke chapter 11, verse 13. And it says this. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? He says, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? You see, God is a provider. He wants to give to us. He wants to provide. And yes, of course, he wants to help us with our physical needs, with our material needs. He wants to bless his children. That's the kind of father he is. But it goes deeper than just the material stuff. He also wants to give us the Holy Spirit. Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would be the power source and we would need him to succeed and to do the calling that's, that, that, uh, that, that is on our life. He also said that it was a promise from the Father, a promise from the Father, a Father who is perfect and a Father who does not lie. See, it's a promise of provision. He wants to provide more than the material stuff. That's my point today. Our Heavenly Father wants to provide us with spiritual health. He wants to give us spiritual vitality and power that will allow us to live in victory. And so dads, yes, we're called to provide, but I wanted to remind us all that that provision includes spiritual provision. It includes spiritual guidance. It includes that dad. Our heavenly father provides it to us and he wants us to provide it to our families too. And I've noticed over the years that dads will want to provide and they will work hard to provide. But sometimes the spiritual component is the one that gets left out. And I'm reminding you today, don't leave that one out in your provision to your family. How can we do a better job of providing spiritually for our family? Well, there's a great verse in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and it says this. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So there it is, dads. If we seek the holy, uh, our, our heavenly father, our holy heavenly father, I was going to say, above all else, if we seek him above all else, he promises to give us what we need. And so dads want to provide and if we hope to provide spiritually, we have to be connected to the Heavenly Father. We have to have that connection to Him. He is your source, Dad. And for you to be a source of blessing spiritually to your family, you must be connected to the Heavenly Father. You know, you can't give what you don't have. You can't pass on a spiritual relationship if you don't have one yourself. So dads, please be the provider that God wants you to be. Don't forget the spiritual component. Your personal relationship with God 
is so important. It will impact your relationship with your wife. It will impact the relationship you have with your children. It will make both those better. That's what it will do. There's an interesting passage in Genesis chapter 22, and it says this. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by its thorns in a thicket. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Abraham named the place Yahweh Yaira, which means the Lord will provide. To this day, people still use that name as a proverb, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. He is, we would, we would call it Jehovah Jireh. He is God who provides. The perfect father is a perfect provider in every area. And so I encourage you dads, do the same and don't forget the spiritual. So first, the first quality that the perfect father shows is he provides. Second, there's so many qualities, I'm only picking four. I could go on all day, but I know you don't want to be here all day. So here's the second one. He protects. He protects. Have you ever heard a little boy say to another little boy out on the street when they're playing, my dad, he's stronger than your dad. You know, have you ever heard kids say that? I, I think I used to say it when I was a kid. Maybe my, my kids maybe said it. I don't know. But, you know, my, I remember the days when our boys were young and they, 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 would, they used to think that I was awesome and powerful. Just like your little, your, like your little children do to you too, you know. My boys used to think that. Dad's awesome and powerful. And, you know, like, hey, dad can open that jar. Uh, dad can lift that heavy thing up. Dad can hit the ball out of the park. My dad can do all those things. It's amazing how things change. Now I say that about them. Helen says to me, hey, don't hurt yourself trying to open that jar. Give it to the boys. You know, Hey, don't hurt yourself trying to lift up that, that heavy thing. Let the boys do that. It's amazing how life changes. But here's the thing about this whole idea and why I think little children like to talk about that and like to think that way. It's because... We, we know that children flourish in a stable, secure environment. They want to believe that their dad is awesome. They want to believe that their dad can do great things. And every dad wants to protect his family. Every good dad wants to do that. It's a quality that comes from the perfect father. He is our protector. There are so many verses in scripture that talk about his protection over his children, that he will give physical protection, he will give emotional protection, he will give spiritual protection. There are so many. I wanted to give you just a quick little uh, shot of a protection type verses, uh, and we're just going to start with four from uh, the Psalms. So the first one is Psalm 23 verse 4 says this, even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. There's one. Psalm 32 verse 7 and 8 says, for you are my hiding place. 
You protect me from trouble. You surround me with songs of victory. The Lord says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. The next is Psalm 91, 14. It says, the Lord says, I will rescue those who love me and I will protect those who trust in my name. Another one, Psalm 146, 9. It says, the Lord protects the foreigners among us. He cares for the orphans and widows, but he frustrates the plans of the wicked. You see, we do well, just like children do well in a strong, stable environment. We do well as children of God when we are confident that our heavenly father is strong to save, that he is for us, not against us, that he is bigger and stronger and more powerful than anything else that could come against us. He is our shield. He's our covering. He's our strong tower that we run to. He can offer us physical and spiritual protection. He says, put on the full armor of God so that you can resist the enemy in the time of evil. He says, remember that you're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but you're fighting against rulers and authorities in the unseen world. See, he offers us that kind of protection that normal dads can't offer. We can't offer that kind of spiritual protection. Only the perfect father can. He offers us not only this unseen protection, but he offers us protection that literally lasts for all of eternity. The enemy cannot touch the children of God. Come on, somebody said amen. That's good. Our bodies will one day fail. We know that. But our spirit will be with him forever. The enemy will be defeated. We are the apple of his eye in the palm of his hand. He protects us. He offers us protection for the soul. There's a couple of other verses in the New Testament uh, that I wanted to read. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. It says, That is why I am suffering here in prison. But I am not ashamed of it, for I know the one in whom I trust. And I am sure that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until the day of his return. Paul was reminding Timothy of the powerful protection that God was, was, was giving him, that was on his life. One other one, Jude, verse 24. It says, now all glory to God who is able to keep you from falling away and he will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. He is able to keep you from falling. He is able to protect you from the enemy. He is the one. Earthly fathers, we can protect only so far and only so much. But let's point our families, let's point our children to the ultimate protector, who will watch over them, who will know they're coming and they're going, who will watch over them now and forevermore into all of eternity. The perfect father is the perfect protector. So that is the second one. Number three, number three, one, two, three. Number three is this, he's personal. And by the way, I don't normally do like alliterated things, but for some reason when I was working this week on this sermon, 
the alliterated points just seem to come to me. So today, for those of you who like this, they're all P's, all right? So we've had, he protects, or sorry, he provides, he protects. And third is, he is personal. There's a great verse in Psalm 139, verse 13, and it says this. You made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. He knows us. He knows us. And he wants us to know him. He's a personal God. God is personal. He is not dead. He is not distant. He is interested in the details of your life. That's the perfect father. Matthew chapter 10, Jesus says these words in verse 29. He said, what is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin, but not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. God knows that I don't have as much hair on my head as I used to. And he's keeping track. God is personal. He knows me. He knows you. He is so interested in being in the details of your life. He's a personal God. Remember how when Jesus was asked, teach us to pray. And he said to the disciples, start your prayers by saying, our father. Whose father? Our father, your father, my father, our father. That's a personal connection. He wanted to remind them right away, you have a personal connection to the heavenly father. He knows us well. He wants to help us. He wants to guide us. He wants to teach us. By the way, he's a good fixer. And every, every dad wants to be a fixer. And the, and the heavenly father is a fixer. Every good dad wants to be personally involved with their children, no matter how old they are. It changes over the years, yes. But the personal involvement still needs to remain the same. Dads, I know that you want to help your children. I know that you want to teach your children. I know that you want to guide your children. I know that you want to fix things in their life. That's what you want to do. I get that. These qualities that are in us come from the perfect father. He gets pleasure when his children listen to him. And listen, kids out there, all of you, even how it depends on how it doesn't matter how old we are. Earthly fathers feel the same way. They love it when their children listen to them because he's for you, not against you. He's trying to teach you and guide you and fix things in your life. He's trying to make it better for you. Listen to him. Listen to him. He's for you. Tell your dad a problem and you know what he'll do? He'll start to think of ways to fix it. That's how dads roll. It's different than moms. That's how dads roll. Our heavenly father wants a personal connection with his children. 
Dads, do what you need to do to stay involved and connected. It will change as your children age. I know that full well. But do what you have to do. Be creative. Do whatever you have to do to stay involved and connected and relevant in the lives of your kids. Your kids will benefit from it and they will appreciate it all the more as they age and they look back and see how much my dad was involved in my life. And so dad, as I encourage you today, the perfect father is personal. You be personal too. Number four, he's present. He is present. One of God's names is we've already looked at and saw that he's Jehovah Jireh, provider. But another name of God that you find in scripture is Jehovah Shammah. And Jehovah Shammah is found in Ezekiel, at the, the, in fact, the very last verse in the very last chapter. But Jehovah Shammah means the Lord is there. He is present. Uh, he is personal, yes, but I also wanted to make this point. He is present. He is present. He never leaves us, the word says. In fact, Moses said some interesting words to the children of Israel in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 7. He said this, For what great nation has a God as near to them as the Lord our God is near to us whenever we call on him? Isn't that amazing? He says, who has a God like our God, who is near to us, who is as close as the mention of his name? He is present. He is present. He is Jehovah Shammah. He is there. Absent fathers, we know we can look around the world and see the damage and the hurt that is caused to children and to families when fathers are absent. The perfect father is there and we must be too. Now, sometimes dads, we can be guilty of this and I can be guilty of it too. We can be physically present. You know what I'm saying? We can be physically present in a room, but up here, we're a million miles away. Somebody's talking to you. You don't even hear what they're saying. You know, sometimes we can be physically present, but we're not locked in. We're not sort of mentally engaged and I I get that and there's sometimes days when there's a million things going on in our head but I encourage us do your best do your very best to stay present to stay there to stay locked in to, to be relevant um, to, to just be there in your kids lives as much as you possibly can sacrifice things so that you can be there at the end of the day, I don't think we're going we're gonna to regret, you know, the hours not spent in the office. I think we're going to regret the hours not spent with those that we love the most. So dads, do what you need to do again to be there. Jehovah Shammah, be present, be there. One other verse that I couldn't help but include when we talk about uh, that he's present and some of you will know this some of the greatest verses in all of scripture Romans chapter 8 verse 38 and 39 they say this and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love neither death nor life 
neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. Get it? Nothing can separate us from our perfect Heavenly Father. He is there. He is present. So let's do our best, dads, to model that kind of dedication, that kind of commitment to our wives and to our, our children. Let's be present. Let's be present. If you're watching today and maybe you grew up with a good dad, maybe you didn't have a good dad, it, it, it all boils down to this. At the end of the day, we all need to know this. That there is a heavenly father, a perfect heavenly father that is available to you. He's available to us all. He will gladly adopt you into his family. He will make you his own. You just need to ask. He wants to have a personal relationship with you. He wants to give you good gifts. He wants to show you his love and his power. He wants to teach you and guide you. He wants to be personal. He wants to protect you. He wants to be present in your life. You need a father like that. And I encourage you to reach out to God. All you have to do is ask. All you have to do is ask. You say, Lord, I need a perfect father. I need your help. Forgive me of my sins. Strengthen me, bless me, change me, transform my life. And he will come into your life and he will do great and marvelous things. All you have to do is ask. I encourage dads today to follow and to emulate these qualities of the perfect father. He protects or he provides, he protects. He's personal and he's present. If we can do these four things and do them well, our children will rise up and call us blessed. And we will be a blessing to everything and everyone that we touch. One last time, look at this verse, Matthew 7, verse 11. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him? He wants to help you, dad, be the provider, the protector, the personal and the present father that your family needs. He wants you to be that dad. Ask him for the resources that you need. Ask him to help you accomplish that task. Grow in your relationship with God. Your children, your wife, your church, your business, everything will be better for it. You are important, dad. You're important. Go for it. Go for it. Thanks for all you do. Thanks for your love. Thanks for your commitment. You're doing a good job. And I encourage you to let's be the dads that he's called us to be. Thank you, everybody, today. Happy Father's Day. And may all of our fathers be blessed and feel the love of our Heavenly Father upon us. Let's bow and pray together. Father, thank you today. Thank you today that you are our perfect Heavenly Father. Thank you that you are a resource that we need, that you said we could call on you and that you, Lord, would help us. You would provide for us. You would protect us. You would turn us, Lord, into 
men of God, into the men that our families need, men that our world needs. And so we thank you today, Lord, for each father. Thank you, Father, that you are our perfect example. And Lord, may our dads not feel discouraged today. May they not feel, Lord, down. But may the Spirit of God lift us up, encourage us and touch us, Lord, to be men of God, men who love you with a passion and men who care for our families and who lead the way and who model a life of commitment and faithfulness to Jesus Christ. So help our dads today, Lord. Help all of us today to love you more. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you and commit our lives to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to Stovall Pentecostal Church audio podcast. For more information about Stovall Pentecostal Church, including service times, please visit our website at www.spcfamily.ca. Have a good week and God bless.